Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to Roaring Twenties. My name is Jenny. It has been a while if you are a loyal listener. The last time I posted an episode was, I feel like a month ago. It was the middle of May, but that feels like forever ago. It is now June, we're entering a new month. It is officially, not officially summer, but you know, it's at least where I live because I'm from Canada, so the weather's kind of bipolar. Um, but once June comes around, it is definitely summer because now it is consistently warm. Although, ironically enough, as I say that, it's supposed to be pretty windy and like down to the 1819s um, this week. But hopefully it'll be consistently hot again soon. Um, I have been a busy, busy gal. I graduate in exactly four days. I feel like in every single episode, I keep talking about how I'm so close to graduating. I'm so close to graduating. I'm almost on my undergrad, but now it is actually here. The next time I post an episode, I will have officially graduated and I will be an alumni. I am a little bit nervous, but mostly excited to walk the stage. I am just dreading the fact that it's two hours and that I will not know anybody there because my only other friend who's graduating, um, she's actually in a different program, so we won't actually be at the same ceremony, but we're going to try to meet up afterwards and take some pictures together while we're in our graduation robes. I remember in high school and in elementary school, Everybody else, like all my classmates, hated graduation because it was boring, and that's valid. It's understandable because, you know, you're sitting there for hours and just listening to, like, the same speech. You know that monotone voice that the teachers do where it's like, Sarah Smith graduating in honors will be going to University of Toronto for kinesiology, and it's that times like 200 times over and over again but I didn't mind it because I knew my classmates I wasn't friends with everybody and I wasn't popular but I knew everybody okay I'm a good listener so I was genuinely interested to see what my peers were up to even if I didn't talk to a specific person I still wanted to know what their future was like but in university um I mean, I might know some people, I might recognize some names from my classes, but for the most part, I know I'm not going to know anybody, and that's fine. Um, I'm still excited to get that degree, get that diploma, and just walk the stage. My entire family's coming, my best friend Maida's coming, it's going to be a good time. Um, But anyways, I have been, other than that, I've kind of been in a reading and a writing slump, um, but that's fine because summer is a time for relaxation, we'll get into that later. I've been seeing friends and... Today, I actually did a treadmill workout and an abs workout, which (laughs) I haven't actually done like a legitimate workout video in so, so long. My workouts nowadays are just really low key. I like to do like just walks, you know, either around my neighborhood or through a trail with my brother or just on the treadmill. Um, but I was like, you know what? I feel like pushing myself extra hard today. It probably is because I just finished my period so I can feel my (laughs) hormones going back up again. So I'm regaining my energy and my body felt like I was able to tackle through an ab workout. And that's what I did. And that's actually a great segue into today's topic because during this ab workout, it was from this YouTube channel called Exit Daily. And I used to do their workouts all the time back in high school and these would be clickbait videos like 10 minute abs how to get a six pack in five minutes you know the very the very like superficial titles where it promises you'll get a bikini body if you do this one workout every single day and um, when i was doing this when i was like 16 or 17 
I didn't really think about it. I just kind of did it. But now that I am 22 years old and my mindset with body image has changed so much, I was listening back to this woman as she was talking during the workout and I was like, damn, her narration is so incredibly toxic. Like she was saying your classic stuff like, Come on, keep pushing, ladies. If you do this just a few more times, you'll get those abs. Think of the six-pack abs you get. Think of how great you're going to look after this. And I kid you not, she also literally said, I'm also trying to work on my bikini body. There's some things I'm trying to work on. Just think summer's right around the corner. You'll finally be able to wear that bikini. And this YouTube video was posted, I think, 2014, which really isn't that long ago, but I know that between then and now, societal culture potty positivity has changed a lot so you will never catch any newer workout videos saying stuff like that but it shocks me how normalized it was if you click on any workout video with it like you know before the pandemic actually even during the pandemic especially during the pandemic like the chloe ting workouts or whatever it is so common to hear the workout people using your insecurities against you as a motivation to do one more set or to do one more rep one more push-up one more sit up whatever it's like shed shed that fat like I, I swear it was a ab workout right so I was doing stuff like um, toe touches and Russian twists and V crunches and for all the lower ab workouts she kept saying this will get rid of that lower pooch you know that stubborn pooch yeah if you keep doing this it'll burn your fat and I was like oh my god oh my god and I was looking through the comments and there were no new comments all of them were like from seven years ago and nobody was commenting about this unsurprisingly everybody was just like wow I wish I looked like you or props to her for being able to talk through this or something like um thank you for posting this free workout video hopefully I will actually be able to wear my clothes confidently you know stuff like that but just all of these these things these videos you know it perpetuates the whole bikini body ready stereotype and i remember as a kid i associated summertime with that you know with like oh if i'm gonna wear like you know uh the weather's getting warmer that means i'm gonna have to wear shorts tank tops um t-shirts again i'm gonna be exposed more in my skin and that means you know you gotta tone up you gotta look good because i want to look like the girls that i see on tv and on screen and in magazines and it's so toxic oh my gosh i think now that i'm 22 even though that is still young um but i have like changed my mindset a lot now and i know that the people that i follow on social media they don't promote that negative body image and so Everybody that I follow on social media, they luckily say stuff like, you know, there is no such thing as a bikini body. Wear whatever you want. It's all about confidence. It's all about accepting yourself at whatever stage you are, even if you aren't totally satisfied with how you look, you know, that doesn't mean you don't have the right to love yourself. And I learned a quote recently, which I wish I knew this when I was younger, but this has completely changed my perspective too. And it's this, it's not your dream body if it's a nightmare to maintain. Oh my gosh, okay. We all think that being skinny and like, you know, having toned arms, having toned legs, a flat stomach, that's like our dream body, sure. But in reality, it's extremely unattainable. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with genetics. There are some people who just cannot look like that, and that is fine. Um, 
But for people who do maintain that slim, sleek hourglass figure, it takes a lot of work to maintain. That means, you know, cutting out sugar, cutting out carbs, exercising routinely. Um, and not to say that isn't like a healthy lifestyle as long as you're doing it in moderation. I just mean for a lot of people, myself included, if I wanted that dream body, I wouldn't be able to eat half the stuff I do now. And I remember when I was in high school and in my earlier years of university when I would look at those Pinterest body pictures and that would be my incentive to work out. It was an unhealthy relationship with food that I had and with exercise because my main goal was do it to look skinny, do it to be more toned. Whereas now I've done a complete 180 and if I'm working out, it is purely for emotional reasons emotional reasons and also like to feel good like physically i mean if i want to go for a walk now the motivation is not oh so i can burn some calories so i can burn off that donut i ate earlier no 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 i will be like if i want to work out it's because i've been sitting for a long time and i want to move my body and i like the endorphins that i get i love the runner's high i just want to move my body and i always feel so much better after i do it and i it's been so long since i counted calories um, and I can't believe I actually ever used to do that because when I was doing it, I thought it was fine. I thought I was like the healthiest I've ever been, but now I, I just like eat whatever I want when I want. Um, and I, I've never felt so much better. And once you like get rid of this expectation to have a bikini body, re bikini ready body and to only be able to wear clothes that you want to wear once you've lost X, Y, Z pounds it's just so restrictive and it's so annoying and not only that but you're chasing something that you cannot achieve and so it's just this constant cycle of dissatisfaction of not being happy with who you are and like once i ditched all of those negative expectations which you know i didn't do overnight it was just like a like a gradual mindset change but i do feel confident that i've gotten to that place now where i just feel much more free and if i want to wear a bikini to the beach i do it i don't care if i just ate i will post that picture if i do have a pooch or whatever i'm not even trying to get rid of my pooch if i'm doing any kinds of workouts it's purely so i can feel good about myself and segueing into today's topic which is how to make the most of your summer this 2023 i think a huge part of it is saying goodbye to bikini bodies saying goodbye to the idea that in order to look good in summer clothes and in order to wear what you want you have to lose weight or gain weight or you know whatever it is another thing to note is that you know with summer food is a huge part of enjoying your summer and if you're going on vacation you know, a huge part of traveling and enjoying travel culture is to eat the food that there is there. And I just hate it how whenever people go traveling and, you know, they put on some extra weight, which is normal, you they, like, get guilt afterwards and feel this pressure to lose the weight. When it sucks because eating food is literally a part of life and it's also a part of quality of life. So... Now that I've you know, said my spiel, you're probably wondering, well, Jenny, how do I change my mindset? Because again, it's not something you do overnight. It's hard because we're, we've grown up in a society where we're conditioned to think like this. And especially if you don't live in a supportive household, if you, you know, live with families who like, they constantly point out your weight. I know Asian families do this especially because they think that they're doing you a favor by commenting on your body and by, you know, telling you, hey, maybe you should go on a diet. Trust me, I'm doing you a favor. Um, it can be hard to 
try to have a positive body image. Um, so number one, how to change is you guys probably already know this, but only follow influencers and social media people, every anyone in general on Instagram who look like you, who have a similar body type to you, um, or who make you feel good about yourself. So don't follow a bunch of Victoria's Secret angels or people who you know have a body that you could never achieve. I know that I am so easily influenced by what I see on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Not even with like body image, but with everything. Like for instance, I will hear a song that I absolutely hate, but the second that it trends on TikTok and that's all I hear on my For You page over and over again, I start to like it, right? That's the same thing goes with like not only songs, but like movies, TV shows, books, um, fashion trends. And I have now... I follow people who, you know, look like my body and who always promote body positivity stuff. And I listen to podcasts where they talk about these kinds of issues and that has helped tremendously as well. Um, something else you can do is kind of like it's training your mind whenever you start to have these thoughts of like, ugh, I don't look great today. Ugh, there's some extra fat here today. Whatever, I'm not feeling the best. Call it gaslighting. But what I do is I say... Who cares? Like, I kind of interrupt my thoughts, um, and this happens when I get anxious about something too, but I literally, like, stop and I say out loud to myself, or if I'm in public, I, um, like, scream at it in my mind. I'm like, Jenny, who cares? I say it in all exclamation points, right? If I'm like, oh, I don't look the best, I don't like my outfit today, I don't look like my outfit doesn't flatter me today, I'll be like, who cares? And the reason that this works for me is because it's kind of like I'm yelling at myself and also just by bluntly asking myself who cares, I know the answer. I know the answer is nobody. Nobody else cares because I will look around. Nobody's looking at me. I might think someone's looking at me, but everybody's too preoccupied in their own mind to really look at me. Whenever I look at other people, I never stop to think, oh, that outfit does not match her shoes or she is not looking good. I look at someone and it passes my brain for maybe two seconds, but it leaves my brain just as fast. I never think about it any longer than I do. So why do I think that I am the exception? You know what I mean? Okay. Another thing that you can do is buying clothes that make you feel confident. And so if there is a specific outfit or a dress and you don't, you feel like it doesn't flatter you, I mean, that's okay if you recognize that it doesn't flatter you. But if you want to wear it, wear it. But at the same time, if you don't, don't. I think knowing how to dress for your body type can also help boost confidence. Um, because a lot of times, there are certain clothing items that don't match every body type, right? Like, I know, like, high-waisted jeans, a lot of girls love it, but some girls don't. Some girls, you know, they like um, lower-waisted jeans, but I know that I would hate lower-waisted jeans, and I also hate skinny jeans. I have not worn those since middle school, so that's why I always opt for, like, straight leg jeans or, like, boyfriend jeans or, like, high-waisted jeans because I know that that makes me feel better and that, in turn, helps me feel more confident. So a fun fact about me is that I love summer now. It is now my favorite season, but when I was a kid, it was an entirely different story. I hated summertime because I never had any plans during July and August, like, my family never went on vacation, they never put me in camp, um, because they were working, they had full-time jobs, um, and so 
I knew that while I was stuck at home doing whatever, usually watching TV, my peers and classmates were doing something cool and crazy, like traveling the world or going to their cottage, and I knew I couldn't relate. So whenever September rolled around and the teachers would ask, what did everyone do this summer? Like, what's one fun thing you did? I never, like, had anything really. I mean, maybe we went to Niagara Falls, like, once out of the two months, but... It was a reason why I started, like, dreading summer vacation. I actually loved school because it, you know, got me out of the house and I got to see my friends every day. And summertime meant that I could no longer see my friends on a daily basis and that I would would be stuck indoors, uh, bored out of my mind. (laughs) But now that I'm older and I have my driver's license and I, you know, can go wherever I want, I have that freedom... I love summertime now because I can actually do stuff. Um, However, an issue is that, especially in university, you know, if you live away from university and then suddenly you move back home to your hometown, you might find that you don't have as much close friends as you would like or you don't really have a group of people to hang out with or you don't really have like a close friend group where you can hit up last minute and be like, hey, does anybody want to do this with me? Anybody free to hang out today? Um, Or maybe you do have friends and everybody has a job and they're just busy. Um, I know I have experienced all of that. And so another reason why as I got a bit older, I started dreading summer was because I didn't have any plans or I didn't have any friends to like do stuff with. Uh, But now that I'm 22. I mean, I do have friends to do stuff with now, but I've also been comfortable doing things alone and spending time with myself, being my own best friend. And so if you guys are in a situation where, you know, you want to do this, but like you don't have anyone to do it with, I'm, I am here to tell you, all right, Jenny, the therapist is here to tell you that you should never, ever wait for someone else to be free if you want to do something. Because If that's the case, you will never live your life and you are going to miss out on a lot of stuff. So I'm here to give you guys my 2023 bucket list and maybe this will give you guys some inspiration on some things to either do with friends or do by yourself or do with a sibling or whatever. I do a lot of this this stuff with my brother because my brother is like one of my best friends and so yeah um also i plan on doing another episode at the end of summer where i go through my bucket list and i say which ones i ended up doing and then giving a story time for those and then which ones i didn't end up doing um i made this bucket list i think it like before may i think i don't know i made it a while ago and i didn't even I mean, at the time I wanted to do them, there's some stuff here that I don't really care about doing anymore, but for the sake of the podcast, I'll still say them out loud because it might give you guys some ideas. So some of these are vague, others are very specific. But number one is going horseback riding. Um, If you love animals, this one is for you. And it's also something that you can do by yourself, which is great because if if you are lucky enough to have a horse like farm or stable near you and they offer trail rides um then you can go you know with friends family whatever or you can go by yourself and then it'll just be like a private trail ride with you and your guide and you guys will have conversations that way um and it's just it's so nice you know like you're outside of nature it's peaceful you're on a horse you get to connect with nature connect with animals might be a little bit pricey but i feel like it's worth it after watching the last of us i wanted to go horse riding so bad Okay, number two is trying a new restaurant. Again, this is something you so easily could do by yourself. Um, I do recognize, however, that a lot of people get nervous or anxious when eating in public spaces alone because it feels awkward, especially if it's like a sit-down restaurant or diner. 
but I'm here to tell you, nobody cares. I see people eating alone all the time, and I have nothing but respect for them. But if it is something that makes you a little bit nervous, you could always bring a book to read or a laptop or a phone, maybe even some headphones, and you could like watch a movie or listen to a podcast while eating, so that way you're not alone alone and it feels like you have company. Something else you can do is visit a new city or a small town. So I am getting so sick of my hometown, and so I started exploring different cities near me that are only like 20 to 30 minutes away, but I've actually never been to. And I mean, if you're a woman, maybe it's safer that you probably have a travel buddy with you, but going to new cities, especially small towns, are so cute. The vibes are so aesthetic, and there's you will never get bored traveling to a new city um, or even a big city, right? like walking down the streets, there's always going to be restaurants, cafes, bookstores to try, um, or if you're an adventurous person, you can see what kind of excursions they have there, um, or you can take a, a walk through their park, and I would suggest doing some research beforehand so you know what kind of attractions that specific city has to offer, so if you're a planner like me, then you can plan your day so you're not just kind of like free-for-all walking around. I mean, if that's what you want to do, go go for it, but I'm a planner, so I like to expect what I'm doing beforehand so I can make the most out of my day. Something else is uh, hiking a new trail, but I already, kind of already said that. Hiking is great, great exercise, and again, it's great to do alone because I love going on hot girl walks alone because I can clear my mind, but you know, if you're be be careful is what I'm saying. Sometimes it's nice to have a partner with you just for safety reasons because the world's a scary place. Um, another one is paddle boarding, and I'm just gonna rocket fire a bunch of water activities because these are self-explanatory. Paddle boarding, kayaking, and tubing. So I have done kayaking and paddle boarding before, but I want to do them again. Um, I have never been tubing, however, so that is something that interests me. Another one is going to a soul cycle class. I have done a soul cycle class exactly once in my life. That was in high school um, from my personal fitness class. We got to go to a nearby studio and try soul cycling and that was really fun. Um, and again, it's great to do solo because, I mean, it's not like you could socialize anyway because you're too busy panting and being tired. Um, but I, I love those kinds of exercise classes, you know, where you're like in a room with people and even though you don't know each other, you're all there for the same reason to like work out and feel good and like to know that other people are struggling along with you is a great trauma bonding <laughs> exercise. Okay, speaking of like exercise classes, yoga, but to spice it up, goat yoga. So this is exactly what it sounds like. You're just doing yoga, but there's like a bunch of goats around you and so they like stand on top of you or they lie down next to you. Again, it's great exercise, but it's also a great way to connect with animals if you are an animal lover, as am I. Next one is watch the sunrise or the sunset. This is something you could do on a daily basis. Um, and just like sitting outside, you know, on your porch or whatever, if you're lucky enough to have a good view, but like sitting outside with a cup of coffee or tea, watching the sunrise slash sunset, there's no better main character moment than that. Next one is going rollerblading, which I actually get to do in two days. I'm so excited. I'm going with my friend. Um, we're going to this pop-up rollerblading rink near us, and each night they do different themes. And so the night that we're going, it is a Swifty night, so they're going to be playing Taylor Swift songs the entire night, which I'm so excited for because I'm a Swifty, and also this is the closest I'm going to get to going to the Eras tour until she announces Canadian dates, which won't be for a while, so... That'll have to do for now. 
I've been ice skating before, but I've, I mean, I've kind of done rollerblading because I have this pair of ratty old skates in my basement, um, but I would just kind of glide back and forth in my backyard. That didn't really count. Um, I've, I've always wanted to go to like an actual rollerblading rink, especially with like the disco lights and the music. I feel like that'd be so fun. And it's, it's got to be a bit nicer than ice skating because ice skating, you're so cold. You're like freezing in there. Whereas rollerblading, you know, you can wear cute outfits, you can wear skirts, you can wear t-shirts, and you won't freeze to death. Something else is going camping. Um, and then another one is going night swimming for me. I've been swimming before, but I've never been night swimming. Um, and my friend has a pool and like her pool lights up so I just I don't know I've always wanted to go night swimming I feel like it's like it's cooler at night it's more aesthetic and like I need to take pictures and stuff it's gotta be fun okay the next one is um dyeing your hair so I am a hair virgin I have never put anything in my hair I've never dyed my hair um and the main reason why I haven't yet is because I'm a little bit scared but also because my hair is so dark that I know if I wanted to even go, you know, like a dark brown, that will take a huge process. I know that I'm going to have to sit in that salon chair for like two to three hours. And I hate, I hate sitting and waiting for stuff. Even getting my nails done, I just get antsy sitting in there and not, not being able to move. So that's why I haven't done it. But by all means, don't let that deter you guys. You can even you know, do at-home DIY hair dye methods, like getting a box and dyeing it yourself, or I know there's, like, the Kool-Aid dye thing, um, but that's a privilege that us dark hair girlies don't really get, <laughs> and bleaching my hair scares me, too, because I know that it's dangerous and it touches your skin, so yeah. Okay, these ones are specific locations that I want to visit, so the Ripley's Aquarium, which is in Toronto, I've actually never been, um, which is funny because I feel like if you, you know, if you, if you live in Canada, you have to visit Ripley's Aquarium. It's like, why am I saying it weird? Ripley's Aquarium. I feel like I'm saying it weird, but, um, you know, it's like one of the top Toronto attractions and I've actually never been there. Um, so I plan on going there maybe, hopefully with my brother. Another one is I want to visit Unionville, which is a small town in like near Toronto, um, specifically because that was where the first episode of Gilmore Girls was filmed. So they filmed the pilot there. I've researched it a bunch and I've seen other people's vlogs on TikTok. So I know that a lot of the the buildings and the spots there have changed. So if I go, you know, you won't be able to recognize it because it looks very different versus a show um, in, in real life. But it'll, it's still cool to know that like the um, Lorelai Gilmore and the Rory Gilmore stood in these exact spots. Also, Unionville is just such a cute small town, small town vibe, so I'm always into that. I want to explore new places that I haven't been to. Okay, this one's very specific. Um, take a self-defense class. I feel like no matter who you are, it's always good to know these things and to be aware because you never know what could happen. It's always better to be safe than be sorry. Um, especially as a woman, you know, there's some things that you just can't be too prepared for. Next one is having a sleepover. I've actually never had a sleepover, Asian things, but I want to experience one. And I feel like having sleepovers as an adult would be even more elite because you have your driver's license, you can like go places and yeah, it's just like something nostalgic that I never got to try. Um, another one is staying at a hotel. It has been 
so long since I've stayed at a hotel and traveled in general. The last time I've been at a t hotel was um, for my eighth grade end of the year trip to Montreal. I got to stay at a hotel with my classmates, my friends, and that was really fun. I want the experience of like staying somewhere overnight again. Um, my next one is going to the beach. Um, I have specifically going to a, a new, not a nude, but a new N-E-W beach. A beach that I've never been before. Um, and then what else? Oh, I guess I went over the whole list. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things too, like, and you can modify some of these things, right? Like if I said take self-defense class and you're like, yeah, that's not really it for me. I'm not really into that stuff. You know, take a class, whatever class that interests you, pottery, cooking, dance, whatever, wherever, whenever. Also, before I end um, today's podcast, I want to say that with summer, I feel like you know, there's a lot of expectations and a lot of hype and build-up to summer. Whenever I think of summer, I just think of the High School Musical song, which is like, summer, 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 yeah. But, like, there's so much hype to it, and I know that in the past, I've always hyped up my summers, and if there are, like, certain things that I didn't get to cross off my bucket list, or if certain plans didn't end up happening, um, you know, it it's really easy to, like, be disappointed and be like, oh, the summer sucks, I was so excited for it, and, like, nothing came my way, and, like, whatever. But I think, you know, just remembering that, like, your whole life, you know, every single day is life. You don't have to expect a highlight of your life to happen all within two months, you know. Like, July and August is great because you're off school and maybe you're off work, depending on, you know, if you're a teacher, I guess you're off work. Um, but, you know, summer doesn't always have to be super, like, go, go, go and, like, adventures and crazy stuff and, like, you're, you know, whatever you see on TV all the time, that's not feasible for everybody. So I want to remind you that if you don't have any, like, amazing, you know, what exciting summer plans, like, don't beat yourself, yourself up over it because summer is also a time to relax. It's a time to rejuvenate and to take a break from life for a little bit and just slow down, you know, and give your body the rest physically and mentally that it needs. So don't put too much pressure on yourself to have, like, the greatest summer ever. As Phil Dunphy once said, I forget the exact words for it, but he said something like, life is so much greater when you lower your expectations, and honestly, that is so true. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with being excited about something, but I do feel like whenever my expectations are high, they're never met. So you you got to find a good, a good balance in the middle. Anyways, hopefully I have been informative on how you can make the most of your summer. You know, I gave you some ideas, changing mindsets, saying goodbye to bikini bodies, um, and... That's all I really have to say. So if you do have some 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 fun summer plans, then be safe um, and have a lot of fun while doing so. All right, I will see you guys in the next episode. And by then, I will be a graduate. <laughs> Wish me luck on that. All right, bye guys.